Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Yes, you're here with me and we're chilling, we're vibing, we're getting ready for an episode with Coach Nali, aka Nali Supernova. This pod episode is so mind-blowing and energizing and real and raw. You might actually shed a tear. FYI, have your little tissues nearby because Nali has some real shit that she needs to tell you and it is so empowering and I'm just so excited. Before we get into it, make sure to hit us with like a little bit of a follow on Instagram, give us a five-star review, follow us on Spotify, do all the things because we want every gym girl to hear this podcast and just to vibe with it and feel like she's not alone. Okay, in saying that, I may as well leave you guys the fuck alone so you can enjoy the pod. Bye. Oh my God, you guys. I have an incredible guest. I'm here with Coach Nali, aka Nali Supernova, or just an incredible badass woman. And you're going to find out why. She is a fitness and mindset coach. And basically, she is killing the game by helping women to become empowered, become confident, and to really help women through their mindset, nutrition, and food and health and fitness and gym and everything that you could think of. Nali, how are you going? I am doing so well. I'm so excited. And let me also say this is my first ever podcast. And I'm so glad I'm doing it with you. Thank you so much for creating this space. And yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. I just can't believe this is your first podcast. I just think you're so incredible. (laughs) And when you said that on Zoom, I actually didn't. I was like, oh, no way. I swear you must have been on podcast before. (laughs) <laughs> no well I manifested it that's why I bought this podcast microphone here and I was like you know what I'm gonna do podcasts this year let's do it yeah <laughs> absolutely you got to put it out to the world and you you took some action as well and something came over I'm so freaking happy Alrighty. so I sometimes add a little bit of like preface to the video or to the um podcast or sometimes we just dive right in and with you I really wanted to dive right in because you guys, the listeners, you're going to find out why. 
But Nali's story is really powerful and I think we should just jump straight into it. It's 6.30 a.m. in Australia and I'm ready to deep dive. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Okay, well, I made this podcast on two kind of back ends. So first off, I had major gym anxiety and I needed a safe space. And secondly, I came to discover that every woman that steps in the gym, she has her own story and she has some demon or something in her head that she's trying to fight or overcome or battle. And Nali, I know your story from your Instagram. I mean, I don't know all of it, but I know what I saw. And you fit that box completely. And I think that's so powerful and so exciting that you are able to share your learnings and your, you know, what you've learned from that. So let's start this off. Why did you go to the gym? What made you go to the gym? Yes, so I have two answers to that. The first answer is what's all over my Instagram. Um, Actually, that'll be my second answer. My first answer is, truthfully, (laughs) I started going to the gym to impress a boy. (laughs) And because I went to Rutgers University in New Jersey, and that is like Jersey Shore culture, Jim Tambro. So all the boys on my college campus were muscular and went to the gym. So I thought I had to do something like that. And that's how I got into the gym. But I was only sticking to like cardio and like core. Um, Fast tracked, I've always loved exercise. I actually graduated Rutgers with an exercise science degree because the study of movement is incredible and what your muscles can do. Um, But why I got so addicted to the gym was when I started to work in corporate America and I lost a lot of confidence in myself, had really low self-worth. I didn't know how to stick up for myself. I had boys, boyfriends say mean things to me and I would believe them, internalize them. So the gym for me, I found was a way for me to actually physically get stronger. And I saw like the effects and that translated to what was going on in my life. I was like, if I can lift really heavy stuff why can't I overcome this physical I don't know verbal argument that's going on right now um and like like you said the gym was a safe space for me um I deal I still deal with a lot of anxiety and that once you walk into the gym everything just goes silent you put on your headphones I listen to techno it's amazing and you just have this incredible mind muscle connection it's so cheesy to say but I feel amazing you know I feel one with my body and that's when I feel most empowered so I got addicted to that feeling and I'm sure you feel the same way yeah absolutely oh my gosh it's just it's become a part of my life now. Like it's my second, I don't know. Like I I was sick the other day and my mom said, oh, what have you done today? And I said, absolutely nothing. I just went to the gym. And she said, you went to the gym. I said, no, 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 that's me. The gym and I, we are together. We're connected. I just go subconsciously. Um, So I totally get what you're saying. It's just a, it's a homey place for me and it makes me feel, it's my therapy. It's my release. And um, I completely agree and see where you're coming from. Now, Two years ago, what would you have said to yourself if you could go back and say something to yourself? Yeah, I mean, two years ago was when I first started my business, actually. Um, It was during COVID, and I was laid off from work. So think about how you're feeling after getting laid off. You just feel so low. You feel like you're not smart enough, good enough, or blank enough. Um, And COVID happened, and I was like, I'm not going to, like, dig myself into a hole 
Um, what I'm going to do is what I do best, which is inspire others, coach others. I love exercising. So I started offering free virtual trainings during COVID when we were in quarantine and I really loved it. And I've spent my entire life looking for my passion. I was like, what is my passion? And this is it. And it gives me so much meaning and purpose. So if I can go back to two years from now, I would tell myself, keep believing in yourself because this business is going to work if you keep at it, keep consistent, and try not to take it so seriously. Ask for help when you need. Um, there's so many resources out there, and you're not alone. That's what I, I always felt. I was, like, alone in the process. But once I started to, like, network and talk to people, ask questions, like, resources are out there for you. Yeah. You don't have to have the funds. Yeah, so that's what I would tell myself. That's so exciting. I love that. I've actually just started my own fitness coaching business and I totally see where you're coming from. It is a a big learning curve. That's what I can say, but it's very exciting. Now you have a few clients, I'm assuming. And what would you want your clients to learn from you? What, who are you as a coach? Who I, who I am as a coach and my coaching style is an empathetic, empathetic coach that really wants people to see health and fitness as a part of their lifestyle and not like they have to completely change their lifestyles to fit this box of fitness. And I think people can get really, really um, into this picture that they see on Instagram, like the that girl fitness routine, that morning routine. And then they, they can like beat themselves up because they, they're not living their lives that way. Um, and I think health looks different on everyone if you have a really busy work schedule because you are career driven you're trying to kill it in your career then maybe two-hour workouts are not your thing maybe it's 30-minute workouts maybe it's focusing on your mindset because you're dealing with a lot of stress Um, and maybe it's like tracking macros because you're a foodie so you have to make health and fitness work for you and not you work for this box that you think you have to fit into yeah oh I agree with that tenfold absolutely and that's the reason like I why I started that gym girl because you know you see that gym girl on Pinterest and Instagram and I wanted to say to people that gym girl is every gym girl and yeah it's just this mindset where you're feeling healthy and sustainable and you love the gym and that can be seen in any single way so as a coach that's so exciting that you're able to project that onto your clients and I love that because not every coach is like that sometimes other coaches can put you in this little box and not really hear from the client yeah exactly and uh I mean I definitely have experience with that I I do have coaches here and there for my fitness goals and there was one coach that was like you need to hit your macros every single day and I'm such a foodie and I also like don't want to be so rigid and hard on myself that 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 didn't really fit in with my lifestyle so I kind of rejected the whole thing like I I gave up because I was like this doesn't work for me Mm. so you have to find what works for you um and you actually have to love it and that's how you can stay with it forever and yeah change your lifestyle absolutely and some people love the structure and that coaches for you and some people they want to do things in a flexible manner and you know somebody like Nali would be more understanding and empathetic for that and I completely love that you're doing that that's so great makes me so happy um so (laughs) with your coaching business and now with social media taking off where do you see yourself going what are your upcoming goals for going into 2023 
Oh man, I have so many goals. I am, I'm a big dreamer. So I want to continue expanding my business and helping women around the world. Um, my previous group cohort program just ended and I had girls in Israel, Australia, and New York. So I do want to go worldwide. Um, and I want to really grow my community of like-minded girls and women, um, I just want them to know they're not alone. They don't have to fit into this box. There's ways you can be kinder to yourself and um, be on a fitness routine that feels good for you. So I want to like really grow this community. I want to get people involved. Um, I want to have events. That'd be really cool. Um, and yeah, I think, think that's what's in store for the next two years at least. That's so exciting. Oh, I love that so much. Now, a little bit of a question that I, I didn't put in here, but I just want to know from mm-hmm. my own interest, per se. I'm a bit uh, yeah. invested now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I saw your story in, on Instagram and socials, and maybe you should add some context to the listener if you're up to it. There's no pressure. Um, but what would you say you learned about yourself that you didn't know before? Oh, my gosh. I learned that I relied on other people's perception of me. I relied on people's interactions with me. I relied on alcohol and drugs and everything outside of me in order for me to feel loved. Um, and I could cry right now because it's such a dark place. And once I learned that about myself, I was aware of that. I was like, I need to get better. Like, I'm the one that's responsible for loving Nali, Mm. right? So after that, I sought therapy. I sought meditation. It saves my life, honestly. And I started to talk to myself better, set boundaries with people. Um, And yeah, and I continue to, you know, instill that into all of my clients. So I try to practice it every day. Yeah, and the fact that you are... I was able to go onto your socials and, oh my God, I could cry right now, that I was able to see this and your authenticity and your rawness was just, it was really powerful. And then you messaged me and I was like, oh my God, I need her on my podcast. Like I just felt so connected to you. So I think I just want to say thank you for sharing that on your socials because that takes a lot of confidence and guts. And I don't think you realize the difference you're making in people's lives because of that. Thank you. I'm going to cry. No, I just had to tell you. Like, I just, like, I really connected to it. And I really, if you guys haven't seen it, seriously, go to Nali's Instagram. It's all on there. And it's really, really powerful. So chatting about social media, how did you even get into this realm? Did you have a personal social media that became your business socials? How did that all work? Yeah, I had a personal one. I started blogging actually because I I used to work in fashion so I loved fashion I loved putting together outfits Um, and that was in the beginning of Instagram but then I just got so deep into corporate work life that I took a back burner and you also didn't see the benefits of becoming an influencer until like the past five years you're like crap I should have stuck with it (laughs) they're making millions Um, so yeah I think it it just came natural naturally to me um I love sharing stuff. I I mean, I feel like I'm never alone, and that's the best part. I love connecting with people. So social media is great, but there are some challenges. Mm. Um, 
because as a business owner, as an entrepreneur nowadays, you have to do, you have to be a master, not only at your craft, but also a master at content creation. That's free marketing right there. You have to get yourself out there. You have to get yourself known. You have to connect with people. You have to engage with people. So that's now 50% of my life. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs and you yourself can say that. So that's just the raw, real truth, the hard truth. You have to keep up with it. You really do. I don't, do you watch Gary Vee? sometimes yeah he literally just harps on content creation for entrepreneurs (laughs) and it's so true like honestly I set out an hour of my day at least at least to just creating content because it is it can be so overwhelming but I think if you have a structure which you probably have you just and I love I love content creating I think it's so Mm -hmm. fun even something like this podcast like this is my passion project I like today yeah. will be the best day ever because I started it with a podcast with you. Like I already know Aww. that. <laughs> so it's beautiful. When somebody comes to your social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, what other platforms? What other platforms are you on? I did start a YouTube channel, but that's really hard because of the editing, and I didn't I didn't know how to edit, so I'm just sticking to Instagram and TikTok for now. Yeah. So when somebody comes to your TikTok or your Instagram, what do you want them to see? What is your mission with your socials? I want them to see that I am a real person that's super vulnerable um, and I'm able to still keep up with health and fitness in a way that's sustainable to me and they can do the same Mm -hmm. and that they can dig themselves out of holes of um, managing anxiety better, managing stress better by prioritizing themselves. So really taking that stand and saying, I got to take care of myself so I can show up as a better human being to my family, friends, partner, work whatever that may be yeah so that's what I want them to see and I want them to see that I'm approachable as well you can ask me questions you don't have to like (laughs) be scared I want questions I love when people ask me questions and that's when I know that they're like truly committed to this journey yeah absolutely and I love that you said that you're approachable and you're real and you're raw and do you think that's a gap that's missing on socials definitely definitely I think when I first get on calls with new clients, prospective clients, they start off by saying, I'm not consistent enough or I'm not doing enough. And I'm like, well, who are you comparing yourself to? And they always mention someone on Instagram. It's like, oh, my morning routine sucks because I don't really like drink water or drink a green juice or go to the gym in the morning. I'm like, no, it does not suck. You have to find your own morning routine. Um, And I have a structure for that, by the way. It's the three S's. It's there's stillness in your morning routine. It sparks joy and it's simple. So I always tell my clients, whatever your morning routine is, make it simple. It sparks joy and there's stillness. And one client of mine actually just wakes up and waters her plants and talks to her plants. That's it. That's her morning routine. So it can be really simple, but at the end of the day, it's for you and for you only. And when you're telling your brain that you're taking care of your brain, you start to feel better. I love that. I've actually never heard of the three S's before. I think that's so good. Did you make that up? Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Three S's. I'm totally going to, I'm definitely going to mention that when we dual post-production because that's so cool I love that three s's for your morning routine absolutely it's so true though and I say I've never drunk fucking uh, green juice in my life I don't want that shit near me no thank you (laughs) if I 
and go pop off to the girls who drink them. But if I wanted cucumber, yes. I'd just eat it. <laughs> totally. I once got sucked into that realm, and it's such a mess when you make green juice. It's such a mess. I don't care about it anymore. Like, I threw out the machine for it. I'm like, I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree, honestly. Um, so... For those who don't know, Nali is a fitness and mindset coach. That's a huge part of her business, which is super, super cool. I love that so much. Now, I want to know, what is one thing you do every day that helps your mindset? I'm sure you do numerous things, but one thing that you want to share on the pod. Um, well, I definitely take time in the morning to myself. So that morning routine I just spoke about, I know that it's mine and I look forward to it every day. I don't turn on my phone I don't talk to anyone it's just completely silent and I try to go walk walk outside in nature even if it's for two minutes um and I also ask myself two questions one of them being what do I need in order to feel successful today and how can I make the hard things today easier Mm. I know that's like a tongue twister but the first thing is when you look at your calendar it's like okay wow, this is a lot. I have a lot on my plate. How am I feeling? What do I need today in order to be successful at executing these things? It could be maybe I need a coffee treat. That'll make me happy. Maybe it's um, scheduling in work breaks in my in my calendar. And then the second part, how do I make things easier for myself? If it's a busy work scheduled day, then maybe all I can opt for are walks. I don't have to do an hour at the gym. So I got to make it easier for Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. For myself, so I keep going and I'm kinder to myself at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I love that because I feel like when you open Instagram, it seems like everybody's day is is perfect and positive every single day. And I cannot relate to that because every other day is not perfect and positive over here in um, my house. So I love that you're sharing some realistic, practical things that we can implement into our life. So if one of your clients has come to you and they say, Nali, I'm having a really down day. What would you say to yourself or what would you say to your client as well to get them not even feeling better, but almost just managing? Yeah, I would say do what you want to do instead of forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do. So whatever is going to make you comfortable, maybe that's sitting in your bed and watching TV, then do it. Allow yourself to feel the feelings. Once you're done, 
All right, let's get back on track and start with small baby steps. But it's that moment of you not accepting or not allowing yourself to feel a certain way, going straight to judgment, Mm -hmm. to judging yourself. That's when you feel so, so bad. It makes you feel like shit. You don't want to do anything. And it makes that, like, period of recovery so much longer versus I feel like shit I'm going to accept it. It's okay. I am going to watch TV, eat ice cream, all good. Tomorrow's a new day. Versus, why do I feel like shit? I'm beating myself up. Why am I like this? Oh, I don't know what to do. I should go to the gym. I should go to bed. What should I do? It just, you need to accept the feelings and then move on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think baby steps is such an important concept I feel like it's so undervalued you can't just go from zero to a hundred in a matter of minutes or even a matter matter of days and whether it's the gym or overcoming a battle in your life it is just one step in front of the other and sometimes it's a few steps back and then you have to go forward again so I love that you said baby steps and is that what you would say to somebody who's maybe you know the term rut where you're just I'm in a rut I just feel like yeah. the whole world is closing in on me. Haven't been to the gym in a week, two weeks, three weeks, God knows how long. Is that what you would say yeah. to somebody who's in that rut? Definitely baby steps because when you look at something and it's a huge hurdle to get there, the likelihood of you doing it is slim to none. So you have to break it down according to the resources that you have. So if you're in a rut right now, obviously the outside environment is not doing great. <laughs> like Nothing looks good right now. So what's one thing that you can do that's small and easy to accomplish so that you feel confident to keep going and feel confident to build on that habit? So maybe it's going for walks, like I said, or maybe it's reading before bed instead of like watching TV. Something a little bit better um, and something that you can manage and definitely one step at a time, like one thing at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really found that was important because I had gym anxiety. So I found that concept just completely aided the whole process and focusing on my today rather than my, the goal, you know, for the next year, just focusing on today and that stillness, as you said, it helped so much. And I love that you're instilling that into your clients. Now here at the pod, I love, or I kind of try to empower women to move their bodies in whatever way they seem fit for their life. What is your approach to fitness and what is the way that you move your body? I love strength training. It is the best lifting things up and putting them down. I actually like throw the dumbbells after I'm done. Like, yeah, (laughs) it kills it. Um, You have to cheer yourself on in the gym. Like I definitely whisper to myself, let's go girl. Let's go girl. Like during my sets, Uh, That's what I love about fitness. I am dabbling into running. It's not something that I'm good at, but I used to hate it because I thought I wasn't good at it. So that's not a great reason to hate something. Um, And with that, I am doing like one mile a day or one mile this day and the next day two miles. So really keeping it small baby steps like I've mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's so funny that you're running. I'm actually just started running as well. It's hard. (laughs) I put on, you know, those really intense motivational talks 
That's yes. what I have. I'm. They say, you keep going at life. That's what's in my head. I'm like, yes, Denzel Washington, let's go. So, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I tried a new tactic. I tried a new tactic, and that's to bring a prop on your run. Um, and it could be, for example, it could be a water bottle. And you can do, you can run three three blocks with the water bottle on your left hand and then another three on the right hand. You keep switching every three blocks. And I all of a sudden finished two point something miles. I was like, yes, I, I wasn't thinking about the pain. I wasn't focused on, you know, anything else besides switching this water bottle. So that's a really good tactic as well. That is <laughs> such a good tactic. Oh my gosh. And I actually really wanted your opinion on this. Um, motivation versus discipline. So when I'm on a run and it's, um, I have a, I have had a guest on called Meg Sutherland who I love and she talks about it as the hurt locker where you're running and you hit the hurt locker and it's, are you going to make it? Are you going to break it? Are you going to slow down? And when I hit my hurt locker, I say to myself, okay, this is painful, but this is good hurt. This is a good hurt. And this means that I'm going to better my run. I'm going to be, um, be able to run further, strengthen my muscles so what is your relationship between balancing, listening to your body and having to stop? Does that make sense? Yes, yes. That's a really great question. I think I struggle with that still because some days I can be super easy on myself and say, okay, take a break. But other days, in order to feel and see progress, you have to grow. Yeah. You have to step outside your comfort zone. So in that moment, I usually decide... I'm always going to opt for stepping outside my comfort zone. That's just something I've decided a long time ago. Um, So in those moments, I would say, why are you doing this? How bad do you want it? Um, And if it's truly something that's super painful, then you should probably stop. But if you know, if you can differentiate that it's just excuses in the moment, then you have to level up and choose, choose growth over ease yeah absolutely and um taking it back to what you said about running when you said oh I wasn't a good runner I found that identifying as a runner I know it sounds really weird but now I say oh yeah I'm a runner I run two kilometers which is like I don't even know if that's a full mile but I'm a runner so I think that I found because I used to say the same thing I would say to my friends yeah I I don't run I hate running and I hate waking up early but it's shifting the mindset to saying, oh, I wake up early or yeah, I'm a runner. Well, you know, I run a mile, but whatever. Um, yeah. I think that's really helped. Do you find that you've ever done self-talk or something like that? All the time. I do self-talk every single day. Um, positive self-talk, that is. Yes. I also think that if you love shopping, dress the part. Dressing the part helps you become this person that you want to be so when I first started getting into running I bought all hoka hoka like shoes I looked into like knee bounce protection all these things and I started to feel better because I I was like fully equipped you know I looked the part yeah I love that oh who's your favorite activewear by the way I'm just gonna ask or even like one of a few of them um, I really love Alphalete for sure. I know I know they're really popular. I love their shorts. Um, I love Aloe so much. They have a great color selection. And I just started recently getting back into Gymshark. I actually like um, stopped wearing their brands for a while, but 
I love purple, so I saw this. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna get Gymshark top, and it's cute. Yeah. Comfortable, so yeah, yeah so those are my top three. Gymshark's new ranges are actually leveling up. I really like them, and I need to try Alphalete. Oh my god! Like I actually need to try it. <sighs> yes, but the drops are very competitive so you have to turn on your notifications (laughs) babe i have to wake up in the middle of the night i feel like people don't understand this overseas every time there's a fucking drop from an international company they forget that australia and new zealand exist and they drop it at 1 a.m i'm like i can't get up at 1 a.m yeah i can imagine you let me know whatever you want and i will help make it happen for you next next drop thank you very much (laughs) um so I don't know if you've had this question. I've had this in my DMs before or even in chats with friends. And they've said to me, Angel, I've just fallen off track. I haven't gone to the gym in like a year. And I just don't know how to get back on the on the track. I understand where these people are coming from. And sometimes it is hard to, you kind of just sink into life. And I've even had people say to me, I just don't have time for the gym. Like I literally, I work full time. I do not have time. What would you say to somebody like that? Because I know what I would say and I would love to hear your opinion. Yeah. Um, I think that what they really mean by when they say don't have time is I don't know what I'm doing um, or I don't have structure for my health routine. Yeah. So I guess that's the same thing as I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm 32 and I think that people like, you know, in their late 20s, in their 30s, it's hard to stay active because you have so much on your plate. You have like work responsibilities that you're trying to level up in. You have like responsibilities to your partner. You're dealing with mental health. You're dealing political, environmental issues. There's so much more that you're dealing with than your body's like just traumatized by. Um, So of course you have no energy to think about what your your health and fitness routine would look like. So in these moments, and I'm not trying to hype up coaches but in these moments it's a really great idea to consult with with a professional and see how you can shift or tweak your lifestyle a little bit to do what you can um if you are someone that already loves strength training then you know you can buy a pdf somewhere and follow a routine but you need to have structure you need someone to like spit it out for you because you're not a professional you can't just sit there and be like all right let me program my workouts by myself like the, the likelihood of you doing that is slim to none because you already have so much on your plate. Um, or if you're not really into strength training, then maybe it's booking a class, um, booking classes. That's not totally sustainable in my opinion, but some people love Pilates, right? Or yoga. So subscribing to a membership where there's resources and someone telling you what to do. Yeah, absolutely. And That's I think answer. my answer was priority and I have no judgment with this apps I literally this is always a zero judgment zone sometimes people just aren't prioritizing health in the gym and that's so fine because they might be a mum or they might have a full-time job or be a full-time student or whatever they do and it's okay not to prioritize it and I think that it's also that baby steps concept isn't it it's going oh you see these people working out six days a week I'm like no no you don't have to do that absolutely probably shouldn't be working out six days a week you know maybe for your life twice a week is what you can you know com- commit to and maybe three times a week is what you can commit to and I think the fact that it comes down to what works for you and I think what you said before sustainability it's you've got to make it realistic and sustainable for your life yes totally hmm. 
Totally agree. We're on the same wavelength, me and Nali. We're literally like, she's sitting in New York and I'm sitting on the Gold Coast in Australia and we're just vibing hardcore. I love this. I'm on such a high. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so this actually comes towards the end of the pod and I really want to know what is next for you? What is, what's coming on? What business goals, personal goals? I know we chatted a little bit about it before, but I want to come back to it and kind of just finish off with this little moment. Yes, I'm actually so excited. Um, I actually wanted to announce a win I had. I mean, I have so many wins this week. Number one was getting on this podcast and chatting with you is such a win. And the fact that you're across the world and we're connecting and vibing like this is amazing. Um, Second win is I'm getting so excited to launch my next group cohort. Um, And we're going to be doing everything from strength training, mindset, practices so learning about meditation how to manage your stress a little bit better and tracking macros that's launching in september so i'm so excited because my last group cohort just ended um so we're starting that back up in september i'm very excited to like welcome new girls and get that going so look for that on my instagram there's gonna be a lot of content coming soon so you can learn more about it yeah exciting and is it like an eight week thing how long does it go for so it's four months, and the reason why it's four months is for some people it could feel like, wow, that's, that seems like forever. Four months is such a long time. But four months, 16 weeks, was the magic number for when I saw my clients actually, like, get these habits into their lifestyle. Like, they're, they were sticking to their habits at week 16, and we were seeing progress. So before this, I had it for, like, three months, and I was like, what's going on? Something's not clicking. So I gave some of my clients another four weeks to see if it would like help. 16 weeks is the the magic number. It really is. It's when you start to see a little bit of progress. It's when your new habits are sticking. It's when you start to like feel really good in your clothes. So four months is, it's going to be four months. Amazing. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see that on your socials. That's going, that's very exciting. Maybe we'll have to, um, let me know what date does it start? Uh, September is the second week of September. I will have to double check with you. Um, I am getting in the middle. I'm like in the middle, like marketing for it. So there's a whole launch that goes behind the scenes and I'm so happy to discuss all of this with you too. It's all part of like having an online business and when you launch something. So exciting. Double check. Well, I'll make yeah. sure that we'll make sure the pod is up before the launch so that we can yeah. get you some clients. That's so exciting. And you guys know, you've already listened to this episode. Nali is so fucking sick and she'd be such a great coach. Now I want to know highlight of your week, something you're grateful for, something you want to brag about what happened this week that your is your favorite. Um, well, I already told you some of my wins, like getting on this podcast, but other than that, I would say a huge highlight of my week and what I'm grateful for are my clients. And I know that's like, uh, maybe it's too cliche, but I just wrapped up all of my client check-ins this week. I wrapped them up today and everybody has shown up, been completely honest, transparent, and open. And that's like the best feeling in the world. It gives me so much purpose and so much meaning and I feel so proud of them. So that's when I know I'm doing a good job when they, they when they all show up and when they all, even if they're not perfect, they still show up to their check-ins and like, hey, Nali, like I had a rough week. How can I get better? So that trust that they're giving me, it's such an honor. So I, I still feel like goosebumps every single week, even though I've been doing it for like two and a half years. Um, so that's something I'm grateful for. 
That's so good. And the fact that they can come to you and be so transparent is so great. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> I better share my win of the week or my highlight. Oh, I'm on my yes, unit. I'm, I'm a pharmacy student, so I study drugs, everybody. Um, legal drugs, <laughs> legal drugs. Um, <laughs> and my win of the week is we're going into university break. So I get to have a week off of study. Yes. focus on my content I've got so many great fucking interviews coming up oh my gosh like I don't know if you saw the list yeah. on my socials but this month oh we're up we're just like we're starting with um Kayla who I had yesterday and then yourself today and I'm just oh it's so exciting I'm so lucky to chat with such incredible women and you know I feel like we're so undervalued and like yeah, I'm just, it makes me always go speechless when I talk about the pod because I get too overwhelmed with emotion and excitement. <laughs> I feel that I have goosebumps right now. You're definitely killing it. So bask in this and definitely celebrate yourself. Definitely find some time to celebrate this like venture. I mean, we as guest speakers feel, I, I actually, I should just talk about me. <laughs> I feel extremely lucky for this opportunity and just to connect with you. Honestly, it's been, it's been so fun. <sighs> That's so good. Thank you so much. Now, listeners, if you guys want to check out Nali, all of her socials will be in the description. It'll be um, on Spotify, Apple Podcast. So head over to Nali's Instagram page, TikTok, and send her shit tons of love because she deserves it. All right. Thank you, Nali. Thank you. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, my friends? Why am I singing? Um, but how good was her episode? Like, can we just reiterate the fact that she is amazing? I just like singing after the episode. I don't know why. It's kind of just what I'm vibing with right now. And that's what we're going to go with. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm not sorry. I'm waiting for my father to come back. He's bringing me a Milo ice cream. If you are not from Australia and you don't know what a Milo ice cream is, I'm actually really sorry for you because they are so good. Anyway. Before Angel gets on this huge tangent about how fucking good Milo ice creams are and how it's 8 o'clock at night and I really need to go to the gym and I haven't yet today but I really, really want to because like, you know, therapy-wise, it's what I do. We're not going to talk about it. Anyway, before I get on that tangent, I just want to check in, see how you're going. If you guys ever feel like you need to rant or to vent or even just somebody to reach out to, feel free to hit up my DMs. You know, I'm always down for a chat. If you ever need any advice on anything gym related or you want me to talk to a particular guest or talk about a particular topic, you know where your girl is. I'm here for you guys, always. Um, go buy yourself a little hot chucky. You know, I did this morning and you know, I also had one this afternoon. <laughs> it's an addiction. Is there AA for hot chocolates? Because I think I need to enroll myself in it. Anyway, what the preface of this is, is that you deserve the whole fucking world and more so firstly give it to yourself and then you can receive it from others boom she's fucking wise yes we love her okay i'm out here bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.